Love reading books? Want to write a novel of your own? Then First We Write is just for you. During the last episode, I talked about the importance of writing in a journal every day, even if it's only for 10 minutes, to establish the pattern of writing and to help you find a safe place to converse with yourself. Once you have your journal and you're in the habit of writing 10 minutes a day, you're going to find it easy to do the next step in creating your story, which is the art of smashing ideas together. First of all, read enthusiastically everything you can find. It doesn't all have to be good. You can learn so much by reading terrible books, or boring books, or the back of cereal packages. But reading fills your head up with ideas from all directions. Read outside your comfort zone, too. You want to look at different perspectives and different viewpoints. You don't have to agree with them. You just want to learn more about how people view the world and why, so that the characters in your books can have varying perspectives. Read different genres, different authors, and different time periods. I mean really, read everything. As you read, keep your mind open and receptive to new combinations. Start to pair things together and to see how they fit together, to see if anything makes sparks. Reading a plumbing manual and a magazine on submarines might lead you to wonder, what happens when all the toilets on a submarine break? Suddenly the janitor becomes the unwitting hero of a really crappy story? Or maybe you're reading a book about roses and a book about the plight of war-torn countries. Pulling those ideas together might lead you to wonder, what would an obsessive gardener do if he was forced to leave behind the most precious rose in his garden? Why is it so precious? What lengths would he take to save it, to carry it with him? Seeking inspiration is all about playing with ideas. Nothing is out of bounds. Nothing is too strange or bizarre. Don't try to find logic in any of it. Just crush those little bastards together. Don't judge yourself. Don't second-guess yourself. During your next session writing in your journal, just have fun smashing ideas together and seeing where they lead you. Go, share, smash, break ideas, put them back together. The weirder, the better. So you've continued to write every day, if only for 10 minutes. You've been filling up your brain with ideas. You've smashed some of them together and played with concepts. Some of them might have even sparked your interest, and lo, you've got the start of a story. Maybe your idea hit like a bolt of lightning, or maybe it percolated up slowly from your subconscious. It might even be just a whisper tickling your ear. But it's there. You can feel it in your blood and in your bones. There's something awesome unfurling. And this seed of a story, it sunk its teeth into you, and you think there might be the start of a damn fine novel here. So let's take a moment to explore what exactly is a story. Whether books, television, movies, or conversations with friends, we're surrounded by stories every day, but we don't always notice what makes a story a story. At its most basic level, a story is a series of events that leads from one point in time to another. It involves an evolution from one state through a conflict to something new. For example, a caterpillar standing on a branch doing nothing, that's not a story. That's a singular moment in time. But a caterpillar eats a leaf, then builds a cocoon, then emerges as a butterfly, that's a story. There's action and transformation. The character of the caterpillar is not the same at the end as it was at the beginning. 
So at its most basic level, a story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Not necessarily in that order, of course, but for now we're going to keep it simple. As a reader, we want to follow a character's journey. We want to see how their actions and reactions influence who they become. This evolution from one state to another is your plot. We'll chat about all of those elements later, but it's important when you're building the foundation of your story that you recognize the importance of change and development in your characters. They shouldn't be the same at the beginning as they are at the end. Your story needs to alter them. Whether they're changed for good or bad, that's up to you. To begin, write all your ideas down. Write down every concept you've had and liked as fully as you can. This will become your initial outline, a guide that will help you navigate your story. It might be one page, or it might be ten pages. It doesn't really matter how long it is. Just write down your ideas in as much detail as possible. It also doesn't have to follow the traditional story structure or even make sense to an outside observer. It can be bubbles of information on a great huge sheet of paper, like a map or a flowchart, where you can set down concepts and see how they connect with each other. If your idea is really fragmented, you don't have a cohesive plot, but there's a lot of exciting possibilities swirling around in your brain, you can write your ideas down on recipe cards. This gives you the option of laying the events of your story out across a table, mixing them up in various configurations, and physically seeing how they might fit together in different ways. With this method, your disjointed ideas become an immense puzzle, and you have the opportunity to pull it together in whatever way you wish. In its most basic form, a story is a linear progression of events, and with your ideas laid out on cards, you can sometimes see how one event can lead naturally to another. But laying out the cards can also give you ideas of how to link one event with another. I've done this for a few novels, and it's helped me to sort out the order in which ideas and concepts logically fit. Whether you use recipe cards, or large sheets of paper, or balloon-based flowcharts, once you've set your ideas down, you'll start to see a fragile network of relationships between your ideas, and you can begin to knit the links together. This outline will help you sort out the best way to share information with your audience. Keep an open mind. Know that your outline might drift and change as you go along, so stay open and positive. Think of a story as a string of beads. When you create an outline for your story, you're gathering together your own beads of ideas, piling them into a heap, and sorting out which ones work best for your characters. You'll pick out the prettiest, the most interesting, the ones that sparkle. At this stage, you can move the ideas around and see which sequence you like the most, and when you start to write your novel, that's when you'll be putting these beads on a string. Just remember, at this stage, your outline isn't concrete. Instead, your outline can be fluid and changeable, and a way to pull together ideas that are starting to form in your imagination. Once you've figured out the major beats of your story, all those events that will influence your character's journey, and the most logical sequence for those events to take place, then you can write them down on a timeline and let that be your guide. Next time we'll talk a little bit more about story development and characters, but for now, go! Write your 10 minutes. I'll see you then. First We Write is a production of Fox and Bee Studio. Thanks to Sean Piggott for sound production and for his music. The opening song is called Astoria, and today we're closing with Seattle. I'm Kim Bannerman, and you can find out more about my work at foxandbeebooks.com. Thanks for listening. Happy writing. See you next time. <laughs>